Welcome to Our Global God, a new podcast brought to you by OnePlus God Ministries, who focuses on short-term missions, retreats, and teaching. Mission discover in this show how God is on a mission with you. Your host for Our Global God is Wayne DeVitt, Executive Director and Founder of OnePlus God Ministries. Well, bless God, family, I'm so excited to um, finish this podcast series titled Our Global God. Today with session eight, faith and missions. And I think if you've listened carefully through all eight sessions, you probably would have experienced this to be true already, that when you are on a mission with God, it influences your faith. It builds your faith. Before I started, well, bless God, I served as a pastor in South Africa and then later on here in America. I only started One Plus God six and a half years ago and God called us to serve here in America 11 years ago. So I, I guess I'm trying to say I was a pastor for you know a long time before I started One Plus God Ministries and shifted completely into, into missions. And therefore, I believe I can say without a shadow of a doubt today that pastors constantly long for their flock to have a great faith. So whether you are a youth leader, a worship leader, a small group leader, a pastor, in whatever capacity, I'm sure you long for your people to have great faith. No, I'm not talking about just knowledge faith, right? You want that faith that's being lifted out. You, you don't just want people to have a faith that falls their head. You want a faith that falls the soul, not just a faith that keeps believers in the boat, but one that gets them out of the boat so that they can start to walk on water. To put it plainly, you want a faith that makes a difference, that flows out of the mouth, makes the hands and feet move, brings transformation all around them. So I think that's the type of faith that we long for our people to have. And I truly believe that missions can help to foster, to grow, such a type of a faith. So I'm so excited today. We're calling in Morgan Malden, and we've spoken with her in, in some of our previous sessions. She's a young adult on staff with One Plus God Ministries. She's in full-time ministry. So Morgan, welcome again today. We're so glad to have you on our final session of this podcast series called Our Global God. Thank you, it's good to be here today. Morgan, great to have you. We are talking today about faith and missions. And so what are some of the first things that comes to mind when you hear these two powerful words in the same sentence, faith and missions? Well, to me, when someone talks about faith, I actually immediately think of the scripture in James chapter 2, faith without works is dead. Amen. So I really, I just really like this quote. It says, everyone has faith. And so they have to use it, you know, because faith without works is dead. So as a Christian, like, I think our faith requires action. You know, I remember getting my first ticket to Thailand and, you know, I talked all about it, you know, but until I made the next step of action and bought the ticket, it just really made me nervous, sure. you know, because I had to now put my faith in God, you know, I'm like, okay, this is real. It's actually happening. And it made me feel like almost like I'm about to just run and jump off a cliff, you know, and see if God would catch me or not. But 
I promise you, he does every time. <laughs> he does every time, Morgan, indeed. Um, I, I've always said, you know, remember that, you know, a lot of the disciples had, had faith, but they, they stay in the boat. And then Peter get out of the boat and you would say, oh, Peter drowned, Peter drowned, you know, so perhaps that's not the wisest thing to do, but Peter did not drown. Peter only sunk a little bit, right? And Jesus reached right, out right. And, and, he, and he caught him. So, yeah, you are absolutely right. You know, when, when, when you jump, uh, he will catch you and he does that every time. So, Morgan, I think the first thing that I hear from you is faith requires action. A work definitely not to impress God, not to manipulate God, but uh, to show that your new body in him it's actually a living and a breathing body. It's not a dead body. And missions give you the opportunity to show that, to put your faith to the test, to kick it into action, right? So do you feel, uh, Morgan, that missions grow your faith in another, oh, in another way? I mean, you've lived, you've served in Thailand for the entire 2019, and, and you've been in church all your life. Your dad is, is, an, is an incredible pastor. You were just soaked with the life of the church all your life. But do you feel that missions grow your faith in, in another way? Absolutely. I, I really feel it does. Just being, being on the mission field helps you just take actually like a step back and makes you realize that, you know, as humans, we easily just put our faith into things that we don't normally think about, you know, like just day to day things, you know, we, we put our faith in that our car will start, you know, we just drive down the road and go anywhere, you know, and in Thailand, it's, it's not that easy, you know, or just go into the store to get food, you know, or we always have faith when we take a shower that the water is going to come on, you know, like we never even think about that. It's not right. But even being in South Africa, that's not that easy either. <laughs> So I have to say going on mission trips and being on the mission field, it really does help you realize that we need to fully put our faith back into God and just rely more on his strength. You know, being in missions has truly just personally strengthened my own faith, you know, and kind of like my motto for this year for myself is my job is just to stay faithful to God for he will always remain faithful to us. You know, so that's what I'm learning through it. <laughs> So I've seen this with my own children too, Morgan. It, it seems that, you know, what we learn about, um, what we exercise even a little bit with, within a safer zone, right, within, a, within our comfort zone, it, it definitely teaches us faith. It definitely builds our faith. It definitely helps us to understand our faith. Um, but just like with anything, you know, you go to college, you go to seminary, you go to Bible school, you don't go, go just to normal school, whatever, and you learn a whole bunch of stuff. But man, once you get out there on a field trip or you get into, uh, you know, you, you study in the classroom and, and then you need to go to lab or you need to go and do an internship uh, or like you, you get on a plane and you go and live in Thailand. It seems like what the missions does, it becomes our lab. It becomes there where we put to practice what we've heard about and what we know. And, and just doing that in practice, that just really brings about another dimension in your faith, wouldn't you say? I would say instead of just more like talking about it, you actually get to experience your faith. <laughs> Right. I think that's so true. 
Yeah, and, and, and dad is not close by, Sunday school teacher is not close by, there's no safety nets, there's no backups, right? So, and that is what faith is. Some, some people would say you spell faith R-I-S-K, right? You spell faith risk. Until you haven't experienced that, you know, the safety nets are gone, the comfort zones are gone, the people you know, the familiar voices, familiar places where you usually exercise your faith. Once all of that familiarity is gone, safety nets are gone, and you have to risk, that really, really, really builds your faith. It does. It really does. Morgan, thank you so much for joining us today. Dear friends, what, what incredible wisdom from our young missionary friend, Morgan. So thanks for joining us. And Morgan, we pray that our Father will continue to grow your faith as you constantly touch and influence the lives of so many other young adults here and in Thailand. God has called you to an incredible ministry. And I just want to continue to encourage any young person out there, young adults especially, uh, Morgan does an incredible job to connect specifically young adults in America with, um, or wherever in the world actually, with young adults in Thailand where they long to know more about Christ and we can currently use this, this incredible evangelism tool of the bridging language of the world, it seems, English, to reach these young adults with life in Christ. Morgan, you're doing an incredible job with that. We're so excited to have you on our team. You want to reach out to Morgan, contact OnePlusGodMinistries at um, OnePlusGod.org. We'll get you into contact with Morgan. Morgan, I think you would love to make contact with the young adults out there that want to know how they can grow their faith, right? Yes, I'd love to hear from you guys. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor Wayne. <laughs> So friends, there you have it, from a young lady in full-time missions. Missions grow your faith into risk-full, exciting out-of-the-boat type of action. Makes it come alive so that it can live and breathe and make a difference. I truly believe that missions helps you to keep perspective, right? Like Morgan said, realizing that when everything that I so easily can take for granted, or might even lose, like we are experiencing right now with COVID-19, then having faith in God will never fail us. Like Morgan said, even if it feels to you like you're doing something crazy, I've even said sometimes, you know, people say, you spell faith R-I-S-K, I would say, I think you spell faith C-R-A-Z-Y, crazy. <laughs> this is like you're going to jump off of a cliff here, like, yep. Why? Because I know God will catch me. That's a far more exciting way to do it than to walk all the way around. <laughs> so, Sarah, I, Hi uh, welcome again today. Missions Director with OnePlus God Ministries. Um, Sarah, I am sure that you have seen people's faith grown on mission trips. And I think sometimes people do feel like that, right? Like they, oh, yeah. even, even from the word go, like I'm going to jump off of a cliff here. Is someone going to catch me? It seems like quite a crazy yes. riskful thing to do, would you not say? Oh yes, um, I, I have people who are like, I I'm going. That I've been called, I'm going, sign me up tomorrow, I'm ready to go, sign me up today. And then I have people who wrestle and wrestle and wrestle. And and you have your you have your own theory on that that I've heard many, many, many times about how you can talk yourself out of anything because you're in a debate yeah, with God. Right. And and so that's the thing is that when the Lord calls you, it is faith is not knowing what the end result is. You have no idea how this is gonna turn out. You know that the opportunity has been presented to you. You feel led to go for one reason or another. You Sometimes I have people that say to me, 
I have no idea how you're going to use me on this mission trip. I just know I'm supposed to go. And then mid-trip, they're like, oh, wow. I didn't know I even had... I, I mean, the most beautiful thing is when people don't even know they have the gifts they have. Right. Isn't that the most incredible thing? They're right. like, I didn't know I could do that. Right. I had no idea that I was capable of such a thing. Right. So it seems yeah. to me like faith is not only believing in what you cannot see. That's right. Faith is also um, discovering, yes. right? What, what you did not know you have, what, what you did not know you can do, what you did not know you could say. Because yeah. it's in the gap of what you think you can do, what you think you can say, what, what you think you can accomplish. It's in the gap that we see God at work, right? And that yes. is faith. We find our faith in the gaps. That's exactly right. And there there will always be a ton of reasons why you shouldn't go on a mission trip. I mean, money is number one. You know that you 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 know the the risks, like you said, risks. The um, you know the the levels in the country, the different yeah, the health, yeah, the and health, all the all these reasons, right? And Leave my children alone. Yes, my the, business. And I've I've experienced all those in my own personal life, which I think is why God appointed me to this position within this ministry. For a long time, I've thought, why why me, God? Why have you appointed me to this? Why have you chosen me? But then I realized. Because of all the obstacles I've had to overcome in my own life to be able to do what I'm doing today was all by faith and by God's grace and mercy. And I'm like, that's why you would put me in this position and then even have me leading mission trips is because, you know, (laughs) I'm able to really look at people and say, I I know some of what you're going through right now and the wrestling you're going through. I mean, my, my first mission trip I signed up for was strictly on faith. And faith alone, because the Lord and I knew we, I did not have the finances to make any of that happen. And so when I'm looking at people who are looking back at me saying, I know I'm called Sarah, but I don't know how this is all going to pan out. I don't have the finances. And I don't know if this is the right time. I don't know if this is the right trip for me, you know, so yeah. But do you have peace? You know, do you have the peace of God? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, well, then let's go. Yeah, <laughs> let's and, go. And so, what I constantly hear is one of the most prominent reasons why missions grow your faith is what we are debating mm-hmm. today. Is as long as you stay within what is safe, as long as you stay within what you have control mm-hmm. over, as long as you stay within a place where you have all these safety nets, whether it's hell for people to help with the children or someone to take care of your business or you yourself being there to do all of these things right as long as you stay within that more safe zone and there's nothing wrong with that there was nothing wrong with the disciples being in the boat i don't think all the disciples that stay in the boat are going to hell of course right Right. it's not as if there was something wrong with them it just seems that when we when we get out of the boat and get back into the boat get out of the boat get back into the boat right in that movement our faith grows because once we leave that safety all the securities all the things that your mind say that you need to stay here to have control once you leave that then that's when your faith can grow because that is when you cannot depend on anything or anyone else but God and when you meet yeah. God in that gap, that is where your faith grow tremendously. And and it seems yeah. to me what what I'm hearing, Sarah, is it happens right from the moment where you're listening to this podcast, and you're feeling that nudging. But but shouldn't I also go? 
you yeah. know, can I not also answer positively to the to the challenge that God gives to Isaiah? Whom shall I send? Saint Jeremiah, Saint me, mm -hmm. is God not speaking yeah. to me right now that I should go? From that very moment that you hear that, your faith starts to grow into something that, that you might not have discovered yet. And then on the trip, there are all these experiences. I, I mean, you have mentioned in one of the previous sessions where the ladies are being called upon. You have this group of ladies there in Haiti. They're all sitting and waiting for someone to speak up. And the group is being called upon to stand up and share something. Yeah. And you feel that, that you really need to get up and share. And you're not sure if you can do. But in that moment where you get up and do something that you never, ever thought you would be able to do. It's not just experiencing your gifts. It's not just being used by God in an incredible way. Something I'm sure also happened with your faith, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And you realize too, that as you go through all these life experiences, that it's all these tools in your tool belt <laughs> that yeah. leads you to where you are now. Right. And that such a time as this, where yeah. you're called to do whatever it is you're being called to do. And it's amazing how if you hadn't gone through that divorce, if you hadn't gone through that addiction, if you hadn't gone through that depression, if you hadn't gone through that abuse, whatever the situation has lost that job, that you would not be the person you are today with the tools in your tool belt to be able to serve in the way that God's calling you to serve now. So what I'm hearing is your faith even grows in the sense that the moments in life when you thought God was not present in your life, God had let you down, you know, yeah. in those struggle times, where was God? God was actually using all of that to prepare you. All that you needed yeah. to do was to get out of the boat Right. To be able to see how God has been with you and actually, um, you know, preparing been molding you, preparing you. I like that word, right? For all this time, God had actually yes. prepared you for that moment where you're out of the boat. Yeah. And there you are serving him in this amazing way that you never could have imagined. And that that is faith. Yes. That is faith. Absolutely. It's your faith that got you there. Yeah. That's that's powerful. And it uh, it truly seems that it doesn't matter where you are at in your journey with God, right? Yeah. Um, we, we have seen people's faith grown from, oh, yes. from um, zero to one, right? Oh, yeah. they, they come on a trip, they don't even know the Lord at all. Yeah. All they know is that they have this nudging that you need to go because the Holy Spirit can can work on you, can push you, can cry out to you, can long for you to, to have God even before you know God, right? And so the only nudging that you feel is, I want to go. Perhaps it's not even for the right reasons. Perhaps it's to go and have some adventure or you're younger, you know, you just want to kind of explore the world or you're older and you're going through a tough time. And it's like, I just want to get away from everything, right? And yeah. you might even be going for the wrong reasons. But once you're out there, it seems that God starts to work with you. You know, I, I remember multiple times where, where young people and older people you know, come to Christ yes. on a mission trip for the first time. So their faith is moved from zero to, to one. And then other people who come and they're all pumped. They've known the Lord for a really, really long time. And then they just experience God in totally different ways at work. And it grows their faith from nine to 9.2 or something like oh, that, right? Yes, we've had we've had the ones that are so on fire that we can barely keep them contained. Right. <laughs> we're, we're like, we got to go, brother. We got to go. Right. And they're still evangelizing out yeah, there. Yeah, just leave me behind. I think I don't want to go home. I'm yes. staying here. <laughs> yes, we have seen that. 
OnePlus God can help you to put global trips together that will make an eternal difference every time. Would you like to connect with a missionary or need a speaker for your next missions event? They can help. Email them at info at oneplusgod.org. Both of us together have experienced this, this incredible experience, yeah. just a, a God experience. And, and when, when I share this story, um, you and me here, mm-hmm. I don't want our listeners to hear anything about me or about you. Yeah. And, um, and of course, you know what we're going to talk about. But I really want this to be, I want the listeners to understand that I want this to be God-glorifying. Um, it has nothing to do with how special I am, with how special um, Sarah is. Uh, this is a God story. Yeah. But this is an example Amen. of how God had grown both my faith, I think, your faith, Sarah. Yes. I think you're going to share about some other people's faith in your own family, that it had strengthened their faith. And I know that it had strengthened the faith of the group that went with us. So the the, the, the story that we want to share with you, this is a, a true story. This is the story of a church in, in Lima, Ohio, that asked us to take them to Haiti. So it's one of these we've shared in one of the previous sessions that churches can ask us to put a custom trip together for them. So we've put a custom trip together for them, a shorter trip to Haiti. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the first things, Sarah, that we tell people that they need to do is they need to do what? They need to pray pray and fast. So that's the first thing we do. And then one of the second most important things that we tell people, they need to get their passports. They need to get their passports, (laughs) right? God will will get you to the airport. um, But then you need a passport, (laughs) right? To get on the plane for God to continue this exciting, risk-filled, crazy, faith-building experience, you need a passport. So I I don't know how many times we talk about this passport thing. You need to get a passport. You need to get a passport. So this happened in December of Mm -hmm. 2018. And um, the co-founder of One Plus God Ministries, him and I, were going to go on a scouting trip through Africa to scout out some other missions opportunities for the ministry in from middle January to middle February of 2019. And some of these countries require a visa, which means that you need to send in your passport to some of the embassies of these countries. In this case, it was Mali and, and Kenya. And then they put a piece of paper in there, which is called a visa, which gives you permission to enter that country. So kind of a second layer of security on top of your passport. Mm -hmm. You need to have this visa and then they mail your passport back. We made arrangements that my passport would go well ahead of time to get this visa so that it can come back in time so that I can use it to lead this group to Haiti. So we're, we're at a couple of days before the trip needs to happen and my passport is not there. So every day, everybody is uh, looking out for the passport. It does not come. So we often say, Sarah, that you are the one that makes everything better, right? <laughs> you do say that. <laughs> because Sarah will call anyone and talk to anyone until it's all better. So I say, Sarah, you need to make this better. So Sarah calls and calls and calls. Mm. We, we, and all they say is the passport, it's on its yes. way. Now, when something is on its way, then we move to Caitlin, the, yep. the ministry and development manager of the ministry. And she's good with all the tracking stuff and admin stuff. And she tracks it, that she tracks yep. it, that she tracks it. It's on its way, it's on its way. It should arrive, it should arrive. But the day comes for us to, to take the trip to the group to Haiti, right? That's right. 
Do we have a passport, Sarah? We don't. We don't. So, <laughs> listen, friends. This group flies out of Detroit to Haiti. So it's a couple of hour drive to Detroit. We're going to meet them in the church's parking lot. And then we're going to drive together to Detroit airport. We're going to sleep in a hotel there because the next morning, 3 o'clock, we need to get up to leave for the airport. So because we need to be there so early, we, we spend the night first in a hotel real close to the airport. So I meet them in the parking lot. This is late afternoon now, and we are about to go to the hotel to get up the next morning early to go to the airport. And I ask them, do you all have your passport? Show it to me, because I always want them to show it to me to make sure the passport is there. They, they all take out their passports. They're very proud that they remembered it. We don't have to go back. And I say, well, I want us all to pray now because I don't have my passport. Now, I'm telling you, Sarah, you could hear a pin drop in that parking lot because right. the leader who constantly said, you need to have a passport. Right. Do not have a passport. Right. That is a little bit of a problem. <laughs> At first, I thought I was joking with him. But you know that, that I was not joking. Not at all. You are making your way over to a post office that is closed. Sarah, it was not only closed because it was closed for business. It was closed for another reason. What was that yeah, reason? For whatever reason, that day, I don't remember exactly the whole story, but President Trump had done a shutdown. So there's yes. a total shutdown. Yes, on the postal services, or including the postal services, right? Yes. Nobody's working. You are not going to be able to get in there, but you are driving over to the post office. Why? Well, I'll tell you right now. I had packed my bags. I want to just get this part out, too, because I knew I was going to Haiti if you weren't. Right. <laughs> so, we are do... going to get that group yes. there one way or another. And I have my passport. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I had packed my bags, and um, they were in the trunk of my car, and I had prepared my children. And my um, son was having his first big concert where he had a big solo, and it was a big, big deal. And he was really sad about me having to go to Haiti. He was just bummed. And so I, I explained to the kids that this, listen guys, this is just the way it is. If we don't get this passport for Vaynon, I'm going to Haiti and we just need to trust God with all this. So we hightail it over there <laughs> to the post office because the Lord had put on my heart that I needed to go there because someone there was going to help me. Now, this is the thing about faith is that sometimes it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yes, a lot of the times it doesn't um, make any sense. So when the Spirit of God, like when he calls you to something, when the Holy Spirit comes over you and it calls you to something, a lot of times it just doesn't make sense and you think, um, well, I'm not sure. Yeah, this, that, yeah, what am I doing? On the way there, I, I can't tell you how many times my son said to me, this is crazy, what are you doing? No one's going to be there. We get there. That's crazy. Do you guys hear that? Crazy. <laughs> Because remember, it's a government shutdown day, so the post office is not open. The only reason the doors, the front doors are unlocked is because there's still postal boxes in there that people go in and get their mail in and out of. So I go on in, and I ring the buzzer that goes to the back where the postal workers, and lo and behold, here comes a woman. And she's an angel from God. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the Lord told me that she was going to be there. He told me someone was going to help me. I said, I, I have this crazy situation where back in that room somewhere is a passport that I need because it's my boss's and he needs to lead a mission team to Haiti tonight. There, he needs it tonight. Can you please go back there and get it? She said, absolutely. She goes back there, but she comes back and says, no, there's no, there's no passport. 
And I, I said, are you sure? She said, yeah, I'm sure. But there's another truck coming. So if you just come back in a couple hours, I will look on that truck for you and see if it's there. And I'm like, okay. And I, I, I just knew it was going to be on that truck because God had led me to this post office, to this woman. But guess what? When the truck came, it wasn't there. But this woman calls down to Columbus to the headquarters of all the postal service stuff. And she talks to this friend of hers and says, will you just look? He looks. It's not there. And then what happens? Do you want to? I just want to quickly enter into this and just say on my end, you know, we have now arrived in Detroit. We are eating pizzas. You know, we are getting ready to go to bed. And people say, Pastor, do you have your passport yet? Do you have your passport yet? Nope. Nope, not yet. But yet. What are we doing? Pray, pray, pray. Okay, so that's happening on my end. Okay, yes. so fill us in. What happens So what next? happens is this woman gets a phone call from this friend of hers, or this man that works at the, the corporate center, and he says, you're not going to believe this. But as I'm walking through the warehouse room... And he felt a nudging to do that, he right? Did. I he think did. he said that. He said he right. just to go back and look one more time. Yeah. There was a white envelope on the ground. It had fallen off of the conveyor belt. It was in one of those priority envelopes. Yeah. It had fallen off it, and it was laying on the floor. And he picked it up, and it was for you. And he just stood there, and he so he called this woman. And he said, "You're not going to believe this, but not only did I find it, but it was on the floor, <laughs> falling off the conveyor belt." This angel from God drives to Columbus and picks that up. Yeah, because you're not allowed to get it, right? That's exactly right. So she had to fill out all these crazy forms for why she's going outside of, especially on a government shutdown day, right? Why she's going outside of her job and doing this for somebody. She has to go down there and pick it up. She delivers that to me at 9 p.m. And that's in Ohio. You're yeah. in Detroit. Right. So I still have to drive it to you. Right. Right. <laughs> but she delivered at 9 p.m. And let me tell you, my son was like, wow, look at God. You know, yes. that was the first time my son saw God. Like he saw God right. in that letter, that passport envelope. He saw God working. He... Because he knew we were, because you better believe I was praying through that whole thing, right. calling out to Jesus. Right. Because not only was it an answer to prayer for you and for the mission team, but it was an answer to little Cameron's prayer that yes. his mom would be at his concert. Right. And right. so for him, a prayer was answered. Yes. And it was powerful. Powerful. So the next morning, three o'clock, we wake up. <laughs> the team went to bed, still yeah. not knowing. Three o'clock, we wake up. Do you have your passport? And here comes Sarah holding the passport. Three o'clock in the morning. Dear friends, can you imagine what difference that experience made on that team's faith? Made incredible difference on Sarah's faith, on my faith, on her son's faith. Our faith grows in the gaps, dear friends. Our faith grows when we get out of our comfort zones. Our faith grows when all the security uh, measures that we usually have in place, all the safety nets that we have in place in our lives, when those things disappear, to say it plainly, after you've jumped off of the cliff, when you walk on the water, that's where your faith grows the most. You spell faith R-I-S-K. You spell faith, C-R-A-Z-Y. Faith and missions go hand in hand. Missions grow your faith in an incredible way. In this series, we have talked with you about 
we serve a global God who is on an incredible mission. We have helped you to understand how short-term trips can be a part of that. We have helped you to understand that this is really what God wants us to do, to be locally and globally involved and how globally feeds locally and locally feeds globally. We have talked with you about how we can help you to take the fears away, how we can help smaller churches to make this a possibility. We have shared with you how this helps pastors and leaders and group leaders to make the one thing happen that they so badly want to see that the faith of their people grow immensely. Dear friends, thank you so much for listening in this podcast series on Our Global God. And I pray that Our Global God with a missions heart will continue to walk with you so that your lives can become missions-minded every day, everywhere. Thank you for being a partner of One Plus God Ministries. Feel free to reach out to us oneplusgod.org this has been such an incredible privilege to do this series with all of you god bless you thanks for joining us for our global god we hope you have a better vision of how god is on a mission with you contact one plus god ministries at oneplusgod.org to reserve space on our upcoming trips join us on a retreat or invite wayne to come speak at your next event oneplusgod.org the Shine FM Podcast Network.